0: Good evening. Our top stories tonight. Jalen Hurts is now the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. He gets his bag. That complicates things for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens just a little bit, but creates a pathway to get a deal done for Lamar, for Joe Burrow, for Justin Herbert. Eagles, truly the best franchise in the NFL. Most well-run organization that there is. We also have word on the one Oh one. It is confirmed. It is official. Bryce young will be going to the Carolina Panthers with the first overall pick all that and much, much more on player profiler today. It's true. Jalen hurts is the man. Jalen hurts is paid more than any other player in the history of the National Football League. And he deserves every single penny. $255 million over five years for Jalen Hurts. That's $51 million per year. That is the number one contract among any player at any position, making more than Deshaun Watson, though the guaranteed is less. Deshaun Watson, $230 million total. 230 million dollars guaranteed. Hertz will have 179 million dollars of this 255 million dollar deal in guaranteed money, and he can make up to 274 million dollars. At what point is enough enough when you're Jalen Hurts? Right? This is why he doesn't hold out for a fully guaranteed deal, Jalen Hurts is happy with the Philadelphia Eagles. He likes where he is. They gave him a deal that reflected his value. And so, rather than hold out for every single penny, because I guarantee you if Jalen Hurts wanted to, he could have gotten more. But Hurts says, enough's enough. I'm signing this contract. We do not have to get into contentious negotiations. And this is why Jalen Hurts gets a No trade clause. The first no trade clause in Philadelphia Eagles history because of who Jalen Hurts is as a person. The Eagles know, yes, he could have held out. He could have asked for more. He could have extended this, but that is not who Jalen Hurts is as a person. He's happy here. We're not going to hurt each other. We're not going to nickel and dime each other. We're just going to pay the guy that we love we will not get rid of him. Jalen Hurts is our future, which is such a change from what many people were claiming just last summer. There were so many people. Oh, Jalen Hurts, they could move on from him. Oh, Jalen Hurts, he got blown out by the Bucks in the playoffs. Oh, Jalen Hurts, he's not actually that good. Oh, Jalen Hurts, he's a running back. And of course, this was always ridiculous. I was one of the original Jalen Hurts truthers. I took Jalen Hurts in the first round of a super flex startup, I took him ahead of Russell Wilson, which at the time was controversial. Russell Wilson had a higher ADP in super flex startups than Jalen Hurts did. I said, no, Jalen Hurts is a star in the making. And I was correct. And he's not going anywhere. He is absolutely not going anywhere. Harry Snowman celebrating that payday for Jalen Hurts. He deserves it. Not easy for the Eagles to pay out, but. It becomes a whole lot easier when you know you have a Jalen Hurts. When you know that he's the guy, he is the franchise QB. You don't have to worry about this for five years. He will live up to his end of the bargain. Make no mistake. Jalen Hurts deserves this contract. And the Eagles don't have to worry. They really don't. Great deal by the Eagles. because. This is something they do. They get out ahead on these contracts. They're always one of the first. Even with Carson Wentz, even though that contract was a mistake, the Eagles still did the right thing by offering it to Wentz early. Because if they hadn't and Wentz had skyrocketed, it would have cost them more. So it was a risk-reward. And unfortunately, the risk did not pay off with Carson Wentz, but the process was correct. and. The Eagles once again had the correct process by moving on from Carson Wentz early. This is why the Eagles are the best run franchise in the NFL from top to bottom. Howie Roseman has been putting on a master class. He goes from one Super Bowl roster and he made some mistakes. He absolutely made some mistakes after that Super Bowl, paid some bloated contracts to guys who didn't need them, there were a lot of veterans that were overpaid, and it hurt. But what is how we do? He fixes everything over time, completely reloads with a lot of the same nucleus, but a lot of different players. Goes to another Super Bowl, doesn't win it, but the Eagles will be back in a Super Bowl soon. They will be competing in the NFC Championship. Probably this year, the Eagles and the Cowboys are the two best teams in the NFC right now. That's just a fact. Best team doesn't always make the Super Bowl because the Bills were the best team starting last year. And look what happened. They didn't make the Super Bowl, but the Eagles are a powerhouse and it's not going anywhere. Jalen Hurts, five years. For four of those years, he's going to have AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. And for all five of those years, He's going to have Dallas Goddard and then they can re-sign, or no, sorry for three of those years that he'll have Devonte Smith and AJ Brown could go even further for four of those years. He'll have Dallas Goddard. And again, they could all and will all sign extensions, the Eagles, the core four of Jalen hurts, AJ Brown, Devonte Smith and Dallas Goddard. They are there for the foreseeable future. And as long as they remain there, They're the best quad in the NFC. No one else competes in terms of a top three pass catching unit in the NFC. Eagles, a class of their own. Eagles, the best franchise in the NFC. But if you want to talk about the best, you know that Player Profiler is all about the best. And we have the best of friends over at the FFPC Podfather. Take it away. You know, people always ask me, hey, what is the the World Series of Fantasy or the Super Bowl of Fantasy Football? And it's easy. It's the FFPC, the Fantasy Football Players Championship. It's a six million dollar prize pool. And they've had their never too early best ball leagues cranking since February. And so the FFPC is the answer to so many questions. Hey, hey, where's the best place to get a dynasty orphan? Well, you can adopt a Dynasty Orphan at the FFPC. That's why we partner with them. If you want to play fantasy football for low, medium, high stakes, seasonal, best ball, dynasty, go to the FFPC. And don't forget, promo code UNDERWORLD to get you $25 off your first team. $25 off your first team, no matter what team it is, no matter what format it is, at the FFPC. Go do it. Uh, Jack Lamar Jackson cannot be traded. That is not how the non exclusive franchise tag works. Harry Snowman, Baltimore may be trading up. They previously had explored a trade up, but I think at this point it's guaranteed Lamar Jackson's coming back. That's why they paid Odell Beckham. And we'll just have to wait and see what sort of contract that will be on. Will it be on a one year deal? Because there's talk that Lamar Jackson could return on a one year deal, they could instead of having him play out on the non-exclusive franchise tag, they could renegotiate and say, look, we will give you the exclusive franchise tag, which would be over $40 million, I believe 42, but we'll give you even more because Daniel Jones, he's making $40 million this year. So in order for Lamar Jackson to attend all of training camp, all of voluntary workouts, OTAs, mini camps, all of that, The Ravens very well may say, hey, one-year deal, fully guaranteed. It's worth more than the franchise tag. $46 million, let's call it. That's on par with Patrick Mahomes. It's less than the top guys are getting, but you also lack some leverage here because no team's paying you what you want. And so I think, that's the most likely scenario. The most likely scenario is the Ravens give Lamar Jackson a one-year deal, heavily incentivized to attend all of the off-season programming. And then they do this all song and dance next year. The next tag that Lamar Jackson receives will be on top of that. I think Baltimore will negotiate a K sign and trade to Indy. Uh I don't think so. I don't think that is really how it works. Why wouldn't Indy just offer Lamar Jackson an offer sheet? Offer sheet. Because Lamar Jackson is a on the non-exclusive franchise tag. The Ravens have no leverage in a sign and trade. It doesn't make sense and especially because with a sign and trade, it would be guaranteed and so then the Ravens trading Lamar Jackson would take a massive cap hit. So that doesn't really Add up Harry Snowman. What would have to happen for Lamar to go to Indy would be the Colt sign Lamar to an offer sheet. Ravens don't match. Ravens get two first round picks, but there's really no sign and trade that makes sense given the NFL salary cap rules because if it's a guaranteed contract, then Ravens take a massive salary cap hit after the trade. Indy can pay Jacks and a... That still is, that's what I'm saying though, Harry Snowman. That is a offer sheet. That is not a sign and trade. What Lamar Jackson would get to go to another team is an offer sheet. He signs that with another team. Ravens have a chance to match that. And then if the Ravens don't match it, then he goes somewhere else. There's no signing to the Baltimore Ravens at all. But anyways, this opens the door for Lamar Jackson because I think he'll be back on a one-year deal. Maybe not. Maybe, given this new Jalen Hurts outline, maybe with a contract in place that says, you're worth more than Deshaun Watson at $230 but you're not worth a fully guaranteed contract because Jalen Hurts has reset the market. I talk all the time what does the market say previously the market said that lamar jackson was worth more than the baltimore ravens would offer now they're saying no you are, well it's close cuz lamar jackson in september he was offered a 4 or 5 year 250 million dollar deal with 175 guaranteed So that's $5 million less than Jalen Hurts just signed for total and $4.9 million or $4.3 million less guaranteed. So it turns out, based on how Jalen Hurts has reset the market, yeah, he's worth what the Ravens offered him because that's how the market works. When Deshaun Watson sets the market at $230 million guaranteed, then the Ravens weren't offering enough. But now the market has shifted once again. And what the Ravens were willing to offer is in line with what the market says Lamar Jackson is worth. Roughly $250 million, probably two hundred and sixty. million now that Jalen Hurts has signed for $255 million. Roughly $180 million, $180 million guaranteed. It is what it is. That's the new market. That is the new precedent that Jalen Hurts has set with his new contract. Now, another new precedent can be set because Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, they still have to sign contracts. Would either of them hold out for a fully guaranteed deal? It feels unlikely for Burrow because the Bengals have never done business that way and Burrow doesn't seem to do business that way either. He's talked about how he's willing to work with his contract to keep his guys there now make no mistake he will be paid more than jalen hurts in total i it'll be interesting to see what those guarantees are but it won't be fully guaranteed i don't believe joe burrow will hold, hold out for that herbert could but does he i i don't know i don't i think at this point with jalen Hurts's new number with joe burrow's temperament I think Lamar is going to lose leverage where he can no longer get a fully guaranteed deal. I think Joe Burrow probably signs for $53 million per year, probably 100. He might stretch into $200 million per year or total guaranteed. I I don't know. But I do know that the market has completely changed. It's turned upside down. Jalen Hurts sets a new precedent, the Michael Jordan of the NFL per his coach, Nick Sirianni. And he's the highest paid player that there's ever been until Joe Burrow signs and probably until Justin Herbert signs. And then we still got to wait for Lamar Jackson. Indie fan here. We don't want Lamar Jackson. We're much more than a QB away from being a Super Bowl contender. I agree. I do not think like the Harry Snowman does, that the Colts take the hit. I have looked. Also, it would not be the Colts taking the hit. It would be the Ravens taking the hit in a guaranteed deal. But I don't think the Colts bite. If you look at that roster, the cornerback room, they are far away. The defensive line, they are far away. This defense is not close. The Colts really are in for a full rebuild. Have DAC, but feel like selling the 102 too soon. One QB, 10 team league. I could ask for Hertz plus picks. Ooh. Love that. Absolutely love that. You are very welcome, the Harry Snowman. Happy that you are tuning in while on your flight. I always appreciate when you and Connor and the rest of the squad can tune in live. Bengals need to pay Burrow quick before the market shifts again. I agree. But how much is it gonna shift, right? Because the Ravens aren't going to reset the market and how much more is Herbert going to command than hurts. So they got to do it soon. They got to do it this off season, but it's not a do it. Now you have a couple months still to sign Joe Burrow before the market shifts. Again, if they somehow don't pay him this off season, then the Bengals are just screwed. That would be a terrible Terrible, terrible fortune for them. We also have some other players that will not be in attendance. So with Lamar Jackson not signing his franchise tag, he is not eligible to participate in the offseason program for the Baltimore Ravens. He cannot show up. This is the new version of the holdout. It only works if you're on the franchise tag and you don't sign. And it's not just Lamar either. Evan Engram. Josh Jacobs, Saquon Barkley, none of those players have signed their franchise tag. And so none of them are eligible to participate in the workouts. You must sign a contract. Otherwise, you cannot show up. And if you don't sign that franchise tag, then you're the only person that doesn't have to show up. Everyone else, everyone who is under contract, must show up to everything that is mandatory. So, mini camp, OTAs, all of that stuff. You must show up. Otherwise, you get fined out the wazoo. It is too much to contend with. But for Lamar, for Evan Ingram, for Saquon Barkley, and for Josh Jacobs, they can wait as long as they would like. They could sign at any point and then decide that's when I'm showing up. But until then, they get to stay home. Unlike Dexter Lawrence and Quinn Williams, because they will not attend any of the mandatory functions this offseason without contracts. They've seen the shift. In the defensive tackle market, Dexter Lawrence of the New York Giants, Quinn and Williams of the New York Jets, they want to get paid. And so until they get a contract, they won't show up until they have to. So no man, no voluntary workouts, none of that. Quinn and Williams, Dexter Lawrence, they are not showing up until mandatory mini camp and OTAs and the likes of that without a new contract. If they get a new contract, they will show up immediately. But until then, those big boys are in a mini holdout protest type situation. And the other big news of the day outside of Jalen Hurts. I can't believe that the story of the 101 being established could be dwarfed by any other story. But Jalen Hurts will do that because Jalen Hurts is a star. But. Carolina Panthers, it's official. Congratulations to Bryce Young. He is going at the 101. He has canceled all visits to other teams. Now, he has visited with the Texans. That is something that happened, but we've seen a massive shift. First, Bryce Young cancels all his other visits. And then the Texans announce we're willing to trade back. We would consider moving back in this draft. And that means that Bryce Young's going at one because we know how much the Texans loved the Alabama star. And now, now that Bryce Young is going 101, the Texans are willing to move back. And then the final, the final sign was the shift in the odds. We went from positive odds just that week on Bryce Young going 101 to slightly negative odds. Yesterday, I believe Bryce Young was about 150. And then today, minus 1,050, then minus 1,100, then minus 1,350, there has been a massive shift from Vegas and it just keeps getting steeper. And Vegas is not in the business of losing money, which means Bryce Young is going 101. Congrats to the Panthers for making their decision. I think it's the wrong decision. I think they should take CJ Stroud, but we'll see. I'm willing to admit that I am. I could be wrong. I am willing to admit that I am not a scout, especially at the quarterback position. But what happens now? With Bryce Young going 101, what do the Texans do? Because they're open to trading back, but we're hearing might not be an option. The Texans may not be able to trade back, not because teams aren't interested in moving up for C.J. Stroud. A lot of teams around the NFL have C.J. Stroud above Bryce Young. But the cost to move up to the 102 and for the Texans to move back, that is too much. That is too expensive. And so they're kind of at a crossroads. The Texans can't take less than the 102 is worth, and most teams won't give up the bounty that is required for the 102. And so the Texans might be stuck selecting at the 102. And they might not take C.J. Stroud. They like C.J. Stroud. He has not been eliminated. In fact, C.J. Stroud is still the favorite to go at 102. But the odds are plus 150 for Stroud. So that's no lock. And plus 200 for Will Anderson. These are not very different at all. Vegas is telling us They don't know. Vegas is hedging between Stroud and Anderson, which means the Texans don't know either. And teams don't know if they're trading up either. We've heard rumors that Tyree Wilson could somehow go at second overall. I very much doubt that. He is tied with Will Levis at third. They have plus 800 odds behind Stroud and Anderson. And then Anthony Richardson. I know Boofy in the chat believes that Anthony Richardson should go to the Texans. He is plus 2,000. And I don't think Anthony Richardson is a good fit for the way the Texans are set up right now because they have Davis Mills. Anthony Richardson needs to sit. He needs to learn. And that's not going to be an option for the Houston Texans because Davis Mills is going to play bad enough that there's going to be a calling to play Anthony Richardson too early and they're going to cave. That's why the Raiders would be the perfect situation for Anthony Richardson. And Richardson is the favorite to go third overall. He's plus 175 to go third overall. Of course, in a trade-up, because it wouldn't be the Cardinals. I believe it would be the Las Vegas Raiders. Titans have been linked. Colts have been linked in a trade-up too. I doubt that. But Richardson ahead of Stroud in odds to go third overall. Plus 250 for Stroud plus 300 for Anderson and plus 900 for Will Levis. So based on what Vegas is telling us, it's going to be Bryce young one. It's going to be Stroud or Anderson at two. And at three, someone's trading up for Anthony Richardson. Even if Stroud is still available at three, someone's trading up for Anthony Richardson. The odds would shift if not right. Vegas knows. And at fourth overall, This one is the least surprising of all. Levis, plus 100 to go fourth overall to the Indianapolis Colts. Anderson, Will Anderson, plus 300. Anthony Richardson, plus 350. And Stroud, plus 700. So to recap, fourth overall, Will Levis to the Colts is plus 100. Richardson, at three to someone, insert team here, is plus 175. And Stroud to the Texans at two is plus 150. Vegas is more certain about Will Levis going to the Colts at four than they are about CJ Stroud going at two to the Texans. And that's quite revealing that if Stroud does not go at 101, he could be tumbling quite a bit. He could fall past the Texans at 102 when they take Will Anderson. They could have a team trade up to three and take Anthony Richardson. The Colts locked into Will Levis, and that would leave C.J. Stroud there at five for the Seattle Seahawks. And that would just be Christmas in May or April. Christmas in April. The Seahawks trading away Russell Wilson, getting a Pro Bowl season from Geno Smith and then lucking into C.J. Stroud. Just, I don't know what Pete Carroll did to build up all of this karma, but Pete Carroll and John Schneider are on a roll if they land C.J. Stroud. Just truly blessed. Do you think the Cardinals could get more from the 103 than the Texans for the 102? Feels like the Texans have left it too late to show they're not interested in picking at that spot. Um... I don't know if I would say they they can get more, but I think they're more likely to get a deal done because yes, teams know Texans will pick at two if they have to. They know that there's no urgency from the Texans. And at three, they know that the Cardinals are trading back. So I think that obviously because it's the 102, the price tag is higher, which is part of why it's more likely that the Cardinals trade back from three. If you understand what I'm saying, the price tag to move up to one Oh two is too high. When teams can move to the one Oh three, knowing that the Texans might just take Will Anderson. I think teams do not believe Texans will not trade or draft a QB. I think teams are starting to just not care what the Texans do. They are locking into their boards, no matter what. And Stroud, the Seahawks are either gonna luck into CJ Stroud or luck into Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. The Seahawks truly in just a beautiful position. Adam Schefter disagrees with this. Adam Schefter reports that we could see no quarterback taken until the 104 with the Colts, that the Texans might take Will Anderson and then the Cardinals could take a defensive player, Tyree Wilson could go with one of the top three picks and the odds just don't reflect that it's plus it's. I don't even remember what Tyree Wilson going third overall. The odds are it's over plus 1000 Tyree Wilson to go second overall is plus 800. That's behind Anderson and Stroud. And so I feel as though at this point, there would be a higher indication much like Trayvon Walker that Wilson was flying up ahead. Instead, it's been that scenario for Bryce Young. Final news around the NFL. Bijan Robinson. We also have odds for him. Bijan Robinson. We have six teams that are in contention for Bijan Robinson, or at least the six favorites. Unfortunately, the Bengals are not one of them. Disappointing. I really wanted to see Bijan go to the Bengals. Now. We have to hope Jameer Gibbs goes to Cincinnati. Bijan, though, a tie at fourth between the Eagles, the Lions, and the Chargers. And if he went to any of those teams, that look out. The Lions would be a little bit rough because they have Montgomery and Swift, and I'm sure there'd be too much of a committee. Chargers and Eagles, though, he becomes an immediate three down back. The Texans and Cowboys, plus 600. The Texans could draft Bijan Robinson with their second pick. Cowboys could trade up for B. John Robinson. I doubt they get him where they pick. Because the favorites to land Bijan Robinson. And once again, as we see so often, Cody Carpentier was on at first. It was co-signed by Jason Allwine. The Atlanta Falcons, plus 250 to land Bijan Robinson. Arthur Smith is gonna get his Derrick Henry. <laughs>